0: What if? I think that's an awesome question. And if you have a look at all the things that you that you think are not possible, and instead of saying "I can't," "It won't work," "It's not possible," what if you said "What if I could?" <laughs> and then, of course, the next question after that is "How can I?" So, what if I could? Then, how can I? And the really important part about that questioning process is the human body, the human brain is designed to find solutions to challenges. If I start with, I can't, it's not possible, it won't work. It's never going to happen, it's not going to work. I've just told myself, I can't do it. If you say, I can't, you're absolutely right. Congratulations, well done. But if I say, what if I can, and then how can I, is it possible that your brain will automatically start looking for solutions? And the reason I'm asking this question is, do you love your career? Do you love what you do to earn money? And most people, and I can say this with, uh, unfortunately, with passion and enthusiasm, because this is a question that's studied by the behavioural scientists all over the world. They ask enormous numbers of people every year, do you love your job? Do you love your business? Do you love what you do to earn money? And in most Western countries, the answer is hell no. (laughs) I either hate my job or I hate it most days, or I hate it a lot of the time. Uh, I just do it for the money. Because if, if we are asked, if you're asked this question, if your job stops paying you tomorrow, would you still keep going? And for most people, they look at me with a very perplexed look as if to say, don't be ridiculous, Rowie. If they don't pay me, I'm not going. I only go there because they pay me. It's a job, and I get paid to, to do that job. But I hate it. But it pays the bills. Awesome. Here's a great question. What if you could wake up every day? What if you could wake up every day doing what you love and getting paid to do it? And what if then becomes, how can I? So, one of the important questions then, I don't know, as an adult, you've chosen your career path, you've chosen your job, you've chosen the business that you're in, and you might think that you can't change it. But I always ask this question what about our kids? How do our kids know, our future adults, how do they know that they don't have to get stuck in a lousy, stinking, rotten job that they don't like just to pay the bills? And I'll rephrase the question because a lot of our future adults are actually told that. You've just got to get a job to pay the lousy, stinking, rotten bills. But what if they didn't have to do that? And if you are a parent, if you've got kids that you have an influence over, if you've got children in your life that you love, And I don't have any of my own children, but I have a lot of people in my life who hate their job. They don't love what they're doing to earn money, and I don't wish that for them. So that's my question. If you are a parent and you have future adults coming through your life, what do you want for them? Do you want them to end up in a lousy, stinking, rotten job that they don't like to pay their lousy, stinking, rotten bills? Or would you love for them to be doing what they're passionate about every single day? What if they could? I then get this uh, very interesting uh, commentary from some folks who share with me that uh, you have to be realistic, Rowie. Not everybody can do what they love. Some people don't have the skill. They don't have the talent. They don't have the opportunity. They don't have the money. They can't do it. And of course, if you say that and you believe it, you're exactly right. If you think that you can't, you definitely cannot. But if I were to ask this question, are there people who have been told you can't, you are too tall, too short, too fat, too skinny, too old, too young, too inexperienced, you have too much experience, you don't have, you're don't you not smart enough, your brain won't be able to cope with that, you won't be able to get into university, you won't have enough money to do that. All of the things that people come up with were why people can't do it. But if I ask the question, are there people that have been told all of those things and they are still doing it? So if you want to be a sports person, for example, people will tell you you have to have a backup plan because what if you fail and what if you're not skilled enough and what if you get injured and you have to, you know, it might not work for you or simply don't do that. You can't go and get a real job. Are there people who were told you're not skilled enough to play that sport or to be involved in that sport? And not only are they playing that sport at the top level and winning world championships and grand finals and all of the exciting things, but let's just say they, they don't have the skill to play. Can you practice the skill until you're good enough? Are there sports people who have practiced and practiced and practiced and practiced even though they weren't good enough and not skilled enough and not naturally gifted enough to play the sport and they've ended up winning world championships? and grand finals and achieving at the highest level at their sport and of course the answer is of course but let's just say that you buy into i'm not gifted enough or i'm not skilled enough i can't play that sport are there people who own the team manage the team market the team train the team uh, sell tickets for the team uh, massage the team all sporting teams have a backup of uh, a a management team. They have a big support team behind them. So even if you think you can't play that sport, for example, could you still do any of those things in the sport? So rather than ending up in a lousy, stinking, rotten job, if you love, for example, let's pick one football, could you market the team, manage the team, train the team, be the uh, massage therapist for the team? And, of course, the answer is yes. You could do any of those if you put your mind to it. Uh, But if you say that you can't, guess what? You can't. Are there people that literally do not have any of the things required to do the thing they want to do and they still do it anyway? So my favorite example is a a gentleman who is, he was literally or he literally only has one leg and he's a professional dancer. If if there's anybody in the world that was told uh, or should believe that they can't be a professional dancer, should it be the guy with one leg? And his beautiful quote, Jean Sock is his name. His quote, I have a very unusual profession for a man with one leg. (laughs) I'm a professional dancer. And he ended up as the lead dancer in the Michael Jackson du Soleil show. And I have literally hundreds, if not thousands of examples of people like that who've been told, you can't, it won't work, you're not good enough, you've only got one leg, you're too dumb, you can't do it. And they've ended up doing it because they didn't say I can't. The question in their brain was, what if I can, and then how can I? So what if we just change the vocabulary? If you are a parent, a teacher, a coach, a pastor, somebody responsible for the future adults of our world, uh, do we have the right to steal people's dreams? Do we have the right to say to somebody, you can't, Would it be irresponsible to say that simply because there are so many people that would prove us wrong? We can say to somebody, you're too tall, too short, too fat, too skinny, too old, too young, you don't have enough brains, you don't have enough education, you'll never do it. But there would be too many people and too many examples and too many stories of people that could prove us wrong. My favorite is always, you can't be a musician or you can't be a rock star because you can't sing. Well, (laughs) there are just so many examples where that is just not true because there are plenty of rock stars who can't sing. They'd never win a a classical singing competition. There are plenty of musicians who are self-taught and would never be able to play in the the symphony orchestra or the philharmonic orchestra but they're playing in a band and they're absolutely loving it and they are not stuck in some lousy, stinking, rotten job that they don't like. They're doing what they're absolutely passionate about. But let's use music again. Let's just say for some reason, uh, let's say you want to play violin and you don't have any arms. It'd be very difficult. Are there people who play violin with no arms? Yes, because some people have learned to play violin with their feet. Isn't that interesting? Interesting. let's just say it's violin that you want to do could you manage the orchestra could you market the orchestra could you train the orchestra could you feed the orchestra even if you can't be directly involved in the thing that you're the most passionate about could it still be part of your life and could you still use that as your career path to make money now the really interesting one that usually comes now is yeah but rowey if you turn your job or your passion into your job then you won't enjoy your passion anymore Ooh, here's a great question. Why don't you give it a crack first? I'll rephrase. Before you tell somebody that, then my first question will be this, have you done that? And I'll rephrase because I don't want to sound harsh. And you can imagine for me, this is difficult because I deal with people every single day who are doing what they love, even though they were told that they can't do it. But if somebody says to you, you can't, Should you have a look at what they're doing and see if they're doing it? So if somebody says you can't be a singer because you can't sing, my question would be, can you sing? Have you ever been a singer? Have you ever been involved with people who don't sing very well, but they're still rock stars? Because sometimes the people that give you advice, could it be that they're coming from a place of complete ignorance or even worse, arrogance, which is ignorance uh, at, the, at its worst level. Because arrogance is you think you know everything, but you don't. And to tell somebody you can't because you aren't good enough or you don't aren't skilled enough or you aren't talented enough or you don't aren't gifted enough, uh, that's very ignorant because there's too many people that would prove us wrong, yeah? But it could it also be arrogant? Because it's coming from a place where you're telling somebody we actually believe it. But it isn't true. So if somebody tells you that you can't, how about look at the person, look at them and their life, and would you like to replace your life with theirs? Like, Would you like to, whatever advice they're giving you, would you like to have their life? And usually it's not the case. Usually the people that tell you that you can't, it's not possible and it won't work for you, are not the people that are successful. And when I use the word successful, I use it very carefully and very specifically. For me... Success means that you're doing what you are absolutely passionate about. You are wanting to be the best in the world at it, so you add massive value to people's lives. To me, that's called the sweet spot. And if somebody tells me anything about anything, my first observation is the person that's told me that information Are they doing what they're passionate about? Are they aiming to be the best in the world at it? So they're doing the training, the education, the learning, because they want to, and are they adding massive value to people's lives? And if the answer's no, I tend not to take too much notice, because that sweet spot is the perfect combination for being successful. Doing what you're absolutely passionate about, wanting to be the best in the world at it, and adding massive value to people's lives, Is it possible that that could give you a sense of satisfaction, a sense of security? It could give you automatic business success or career success or sporting success. But ultimately, isn't the definition of success to be happy? And how can we be happy, literally, if you're not, and I'll rephrase, I think it would be very difficult to be really happy every day if you're waking up doing some shitty job that you don't like and you're doing it for the money and if they stop paying you, you wouldn't go. If you're waking up every day to pay your lousy, stinking, rotten bills, could that be a pretty lousy, stinking, rotten job? versus you wake up every day doing what you love and that's where there's an interesting combination because people say well maybe you can't make money from doing what you love but here's a different question is it possible that if you're doing what you love and you want to be the best in the world at it so you do the training the education the learning and the ongoing training learning and education that you'll actually be very valuable to people and that's when you will make money Versus if you do some lousy stinking rotten job job, why would you want to do the training and education? You're doing something you don't even enjoy. So the training and the education and the learning becomes really hard and you hate it and it's boring because the job that you're doing is boring. Do you do what you love? Are you proud of the product or service that you're involved in? Do you wake up every day passionate about what you do? If they stop paying you, would you still go? And what if there was an opportunity? What if it was possible to wake up every day literally passionately doing what you love so you can't wait to, to wake up in the morning? You have a whole day that you absolutely love and you go to bed at night totally satisfied and excited to wake up the next day. Well, it, first of all, would it be possible to sleep well? A lot of people don't sleep well because they have to wake up tomorrow and go into oh, a lousy, stinking, rotten job. So sleeping's a real challenge. But if you love what you do, you sleep fast, you sleep deep and you can't wait to get up. What if you could live your life like that? Well, people ask me, what's my driving force? When people say to me, Roe, what is it that you do? My fairly standard and excited response is, I help people have a career that they love and not a job that they don't. I would love everybody to wake up every day doing what you're absolutely passionate about. What if you could wake up every day literally getting paid to do what you love? And even if they didn't pay you and you weren't making any money, you'd still want to do it. Because you love it so much. And that's my reverse question. Isn't, isn't it possible that that's why the people who make so much money, that's the reason why they do? Uh, I've I've personally never met anybody that absolutely hates their job and they do it for the money that I would call successful. I've met a lot of people that make a lot of money, but they're not happy with the money that they make because they're not proud of their product or service. They don't like what they're doing. They don't like the people that they work with. They don't like their boss or they don't like their employees because they're not doing something that they're passionate about. So even if you're a multi-multi-billionaire, but you wake up every day having to do the stuff that you don't want to do with people that you don't like or respect, what's the point? What's, and there's the really interesting question, isn't it? Because there's literally thousands and thousands, if not hundreds and thousands of people who make a lot of money, but they're bloody miserable because they're not doing what they love. They're not proud of who they are. And then on the reverse, that I've met people who don't have any money, but they love their life and they're really happy. Which one's more successful, the rich, unhappy person or the poor, totally happy, excited person? What about a combination? What if you could have both? What if you could be doing exactly what you love to do and you are financially secure and free because you want to be the best in the world at it and you want to add massive value to people's lives? And the reason I'm asking all of these questions, if you are a parent, even if you are in a lousy, stinking, rotten job and you're going, you think you have to stay there for the rest of your life, do you want that for your kids? If you are a coach, if you are a, anything to do with our little people become, who are going to become adults, wouldn't we want to be living the example... That's, to me, that's the ultimate. You just live the example. Is it possible to have a career or business that you love? Of course, because look at Roe, she's doing it. Or look at Mr. Smith, he's doing it. Or look at my dad, he's doing it. Look at my mum, she's doing it. So I know that it's possible. That to me, that's the ultimate. If you live the example for our kids so they can see that it's possible. But let's just say you're not. What if we could share with our kids, this is the choice that I've made. I've chosen, I've made the decision, don't blame, don't justify, just I'm an adult and I decided that I would have a lousy, stinking, rotten job that I bloody hate. But I don't want you to do that. So I don't want to steal your dream. I don't want to hold you back. I don't want to tell you that you can't do it. Let's ask this question What if you can and how can you? And there's so many examples, literally thousands of people who who have, instead of saying, I can't, dance because I've only got one leg I can't play sport because I'm not talented enough I can't be a rock star because I can't sing I can't be a business person because I don't have a great education I can't be a lawyer because I couldn't get into university all of those people have said nah bugger the can't what if I can and how can I and they've gone and done it and they are living the example so even if you're not if you've got children if you've got young people coming through to be adults should we collect a whole pile of proof (laughs) should we have a body of evidence to show our new young adults that it is possible if you have a career that that you that you want to do if you've got a, a business that you want to start if you've got a creation an invention an idea and you think you can't do it how about we ask these two questions would it be our responsibility as adults to teach our kids to ask these two questions. What if I can and how can I? Could they be the two success questions? What if I can and how can I? And is it possible that our brain will then provide us with the answers? If I say I can't, I definitely am right. If I say how can I, is it possible I'll now come up with my own answers and I will? I can and I will. I can and I will, I can and I will.